0: questions we all have questions at different times in our life during this series we're going to talk about some of the big questions the big questions about our relationship with god and the world why does this happen why is there suffering what is jesus really in the world for can we really believe the bible and all that it says What about all the world religions and the way other people experience God? We're going to try to take a look at all of those questions that you may be asking in your life. Because we know the real answer. The real answer lies in the truth that comes to us from God through Jesus. It's all based on uh, this book called The God Questions. And if you need a copy of this, Christ Church will give you a copy free just so you can grow and learn and understand how to answer these questions and what a difference those answers can make for you in everyday life. Hey, I'm glad you're going to watch this series. I hope it will be meaningful for you, and I hope it will answer those questions that not only you have, but it will help you talk to the people around you and help them understand the way the world is and how God fits into it. Enjoy the series, let those questions get answered, and let your life get changed. We start uh, God questions, and today, this Sunday, is focused the message is focused in at us. It's on the, the, the inside folks, the folks who already understand the gospel and or already know Jesus Christ and are part of Christ Church and are coming and worshiping here. So, this morning, uh, you and I are going to have a, a conversation, and uh, hopefully, God is going to. to people who are outside uh, of the faith. The faith. Uh, so for your conversation this morning, I want to put you to a test. Ready? Come to church and get a test. Ready? Uh, on your half sheet, on the one side it says God questions, and that's the message note. But on the other side, it's got the God questions survey. Got it? Okay, find that. Find a pencil. Hopefully you grabbed Find a pencil. Look over those questions. And then, uh, what I want you to do is just put an X next to the three most difficult questions. Okay? Just put an X next to the three most difficult questions. Okay? We've read through all the questions. so far? Now, here's the big one. This is the big one. Look at the three easiest questions that you just circled. Put a check next to the ones that you can give an answer to in 60 seconds or less. How'd you do? <laughs> See, if you have something. What? 60 seconds or less. Yeah. 60 seconds or less. That is the goal for our weeks we answer the God questions. Our goal is to build you, the church, to a place in your life where when these questions present themselves, not just in your life, but in somebody else's life, that you're going to be able to respond to that and respond to it quickly, 60 seconds or less. That you've got to handle, a good, solid handle. week seriously, and you do all the things we're going to ask you to do, and go through this process, that at the end of these weeks, you're going to have walked through some significant spiritual doors in your life. You're going to answer some really hard questions, and you're going to have a handle on not just answering them in long form, but in short form, and being able to understand how life works. Now, for you to go through that, and for you to step through those spiritual doors over these weeks, I want to ask you to do four things. Commit yourself to do four things. If you do all four, you're going to get the maximum benefit of what God can do in your life over these weeks. Number one is, you've got to develop these four habits. Number one is, you've got to attend church every weekend. So come to church every Sunday. Because that's what's going to happen. Every message is going to be developed around growing you and reaching other people. So come to church every Sunday for all of these messages. Number two, get involved in a small group. And uh, back in the back, there's a big board up there. It's got pages on it with small groups that we've already gotten committed. And uh, just pick one. And get involved in uh, the small group. Number three, read a chapter a day from the book uh, that's back there, the God Question. Just read a chapter a day. 15, 20 minutes. That's oh, all it's going to take you. Read a chapter of the day. Okay? And here's here's the deal. You ready? Today, the books are free. The books are free. No, you don't have to take door hangers, you don't have to take little cards, you don't want to do that, that's fine. But we want you to take the book. We want you to get reading the book. So we got three boxes of them still back there. Today, the books are free. So you can take a book for you. If there's somebody you've been inviting to this experience and you want them to get involved too, Take a book for them. We don't care. We know that getting those books out into your life and people's lives is the best thing we can do. To plant seeds and answer these questions. So go back there. Grab a book for yourself. Commit yourself to read a chapter a day in the book. And then the fourth one is commit yourself to memorize a verse of scripture each week. One verse each week. For you who grew up Lutheran and you went through catechism and you had to do all that memory stuff, piece of cake, right? We're all asking for one verse in an entire week. It's really not that hard. One verse in an entire week. But here's why. One of the things I've learned over the years is that when I'm meeting with people and I'm talking to them about their life and I try to bring the truth into their life and I know there's a scripture that they should hear, when I'm in that conversation, it never works for me to say, You know, there's a great verse in the Bible that you should hear. Let me run back to the office, get my Bible, and come back and find it for you. That never works. If I don't have the verse right then, right there, if I can't, in my conversation, draw that word of God out and apply it into their life, it just doesn't work. So, memorizing these verses is a way for you be able to be prepared and speak to people and answer these questions in short form. So what we're going to ask of you is to develop, for these weeks of the God Question, to develop these four habits. Just be here, get involved in a small group so you can really talk about the material, read the chapter of that book today, and commit yourself to just memorizing one verse a week so that you really are prepared uh, for the world Just being a powerful witness world uh, out there. And I really believe that if you do that, then God is going to open up to stand there and look through the window and see the key and you can't get to it. Made you frustrated? Yeah. That's nothing. It's nothing compared to the frustration that Paul was going through when he wrote those words. Because he was locked inside a house and outside Sits in that house desperate to be able to go through an open door and to go out there and share the truth with these people. Over these weeks, I really think God is going to give us the opportunity to walk through some open doors in our own spiritual life and also in the lives of somebody else. So I want to share with you this morning, you're ready for what's coming up. share with you some things about how to open a spiritual door with somebody else. Ready for that? How to open a spiritual door with somebody else. By the way, anybody listen to Paul Harvey? You like Paul Harvey? Yeah, I like Paul Harvey. I like his rest of the story and all that. Here's a quote from Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey said, Too many Christians are no longer fishers of men, but keepers of the aquarium. Insightful? We don't want to be keepers of the aquarium anymore around here. And so I want to go through some things, and Paul uh, really shares them, to help you walk through some spiritual doors this next week in somebody else's life as we get ready for uh, answering the God questions in the weeks ahead. Okay? You'll notice in Colossians 4 that Paul said, first of all, devote yourself to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Well, I want to ask you to pray that God will give you opportunity. Pray that God will give you an opportunity. And notice in that Colossians verse there, he says devote yourselves. Now when you devote yourself to something, does that mean you do it once or many times? That's okay. Many times, right? I mean, devoting yourself to something is more than just kind of saying, well, okay. Devote yourself. So it's saying, look, pray continually, that God would give you the opportunity. So, in this next week, as we get ready for this uh, God questions, getting into the real questions next week, pray continually, more than just once. Pray as you're going through the day, think about it, pray about it, lift it up to God, and say, God, you know, give me an opportunity to at least take the invitation to somebody over this week. Give me the invitation, the opportunity to give the invitation to somebody to come and experience God questions this week. Because I would suspect most of us, if not all of us, at some point in time have met somebody and we probably still know them and in the back of our mind we have said, wow, do they need Jesus? If they do, you need to pray that God's going to give you the opportunity this week Nation to come and experience God's questions here so that we can change our life. So pray and devote yourself praying for that opportunity. And once you pray for the opportunity, the next step is you've got to watch for it. Once you pray for it, you've got to watch for it. You have to understand that when you pray and ask God to give you an opportunity, just because you're praying, it means God now is going to be involved. We know that when we pray, God acts, right? So if we pray and God acts, that means we've got to watch for the opportunity that God is going to create. Colossians 4 2 says, being watchful and thankful. So as we devote ourselves to praying for an opportunity, we need to equally get ourselves alert and ready and watchful for the opportunity that God's going to create to make this simple invitation And then when the time comes, we need to make the most of the opportunity. And this is the hardest part. This is the place that most people get really nervous when they're in conversation with somebody. It's that place in time where you're in conversation with somebody, and God kind of opens the door of opportunity, and you know there's something you ought to be saying right now, and in your mind you're thinking about a thousand things and questioning, how should I respond, what should I say, how should I do this, and before you know it, the time is passed. you had that experience? You need to be praying for it. You need to be watching for it. And when it comes, you need to take advantage of it. Make the most of the opportunity God's going to give you. Paul says, pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Be wise in the way you act towards outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. That when the opportunity comes, you're ready to make the simple invitation. And that's all we're doing. I suspect that most of you in their room at one time or another have extended an invitation. You've invited people over for dinner. You've invited people, you invite people to go to a movie. You've invited people to go to a ball game. You've invited people to go and do a number of different things, right? This is the same thing. You're just inviting them to come and experience the answer Significant questions in life. And you say, well, how do I do? you know what, in my life, this has just been extraordinary for me, and it really feeds me, and you know, I really think we can help you. And uh, boy, I can really love it. You can come. I go to 1030, I'll meet you at the door. It's that simple. To just make a simple invitation that says, here's an opportunity for them to have their life changed. Let me show you in the scripture how that happens. It goes to the experience with Philip and Nathaniel, when Philip had first met uh, Jesus, okay? It says, Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethesda. They were from the same place. They knew each other. So this conversation is happening between people who know each other. These aren't strangers to one another, okay? They're from the same. Philip found Nathaniel and told him, we have found the one He's talking to Nathaniel. He's saying it more alive. Nathaniel, you can't believe it. In front of We share our autom- see. In today's language, we would probably say, hey, just check it out. Just check it out. Right? That's what it is for us. It's for us to share other. Jesus was just sitting by a well and there was a woman who came out in the heat of the day and she and Jesus had a conversation and before the conversation was over the woman left her water jar behind and ran into the town and went through the entire village telling him you gotta come and see the guy out of the well that's all she did she didn't give a theological treatise that she just said you got to go check it out you got to go see the guy well, that's what this these weeks are for us they're a chance for us to make simple says will be the opportunity to have your own doors opened up as well. I suspect there are questions on this list that you want answered for yourself. And they will be. If you dedicate yourself to those four habits. If you're ready for these weeks to grow yourself spiritually and open up those doors of opportunity for yourself as well, and the opportunity to really help. What do you need to do? Preparation. First thing, you need to be ready in this process over these weeks to study uh, so that you can answer people's questions. One of the things I always hear from people inside the church is when I'm up here and I'm saying, you know, we've got to go share the faith more. We've got to tell people more about Christ. Eventually, somebody will take it aside and they'll say something like, you know, Pastor, I know I'm supposed to do that, but I'm really scared. I don't know what to say. Sound familiar? Feel familiar? A lot of us in the church really know we ought to be sharing this stuff. We just don't know how to do it, and we don't know what to say. As we go through these weeks and we answer these basic questions, it prepares us to be able to answer those situations in life we're going to run into with other people and share the things and answer the questions. First Peter says... Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. How often? Always. See it? For us to always be prepared. So one of our goals over these weeks is to answer these questions in your life so that you're going to be ready to answer those questions in somebody else's life. That you'll always be ready for the response. 60 seconds. Second thing is Now, when you talk to people, and we're going through this process, and you're excited about what you're learning, it's about presentation. It's about responding gently so they can hear your answer. Peter says, but do this with gentleness and respect. We don't want you out there pounding people over the head, saying, you've got to come, you've got to come, you've got to come, you've got to come. We want you out there just talking to people with gentleness and respect. And if somebody says, you know what, I'm just not interested in that right now, Fine. That's fine. Just say, "Hey, you know what? When that time comes, you let me know." Deal with gentleness and respect. Just share with them what you know. To That other people are going to be watching you as you extend this invitation to them, as you invite them to experience some new. Excited for the week that's ahead. This is the setup Sunday. I hope you're excited about what God's going to do over these weeks. I am convinced that if we really put the energy into this, that God's going to bless this and take all of us to a place where we can not only answer all the questions on that list.